let's go. I um, can't believe we're recording the podcast right now. Man, I, I don't think, I actually didn't think we would actually do this. Like this, there was a part of me that was like, eh, When but, uh, you and I first met, did you think that we'd be recording no. the podcast? I didn't think I would be friends then, honestly. <laughs> I was like, this is why motherfucker, like, um. I, I I honestly didn't think we would be friends. Like he's like, yeah, it's fine. Like you know when you see someone and it's like, oh shit, I'm my best pals with them, and then you just uh, sort of, uh, you know, like end up not doing anything better. Like with us, like we had a we had a decent go, man. Because we started. At, what time did you join? Uh, when we joined? I. I don't think we should disclose where we work, right? Yeah, we shouldn't. <laughs> Do you reckon we'll have uh, we'll have stalkers? Oh yeah, I'll, for sure. I'll I'll, I'll, uh, I'll edit that. I've out. got stalkers now. Do you? No. Why are you one? I wish I had stalkers. Why are you one? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. It's crazy the amount of time we've only known each other, what seven months, and we're <laughs> all in on a podcast. And I'm happy that we didn't we didn't really like procrastinate much. I was watching a bunch of YouTube videos on how to do podcasts, yada yada yada, and um, I quickly realized what they said was like people jump in quickly and they don't plan shit. It's like if we just keep planning, that we don't end up doing anything, and that's that's what pretty much I've learned over my life that I just try planning stuff and I, you know, like think too much of, of the about the process oh, I'll do this I'll do that because all you're doing, trying to do is just perfect per, like chase perfection which which technically doesn't exist and you just have to go with the flow and just be like yep let's do it okay cool tomorrow yeah let's book a uh, let's book a studio yeah sure well we were only talking about this a couple weeks ago seriously yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. and then yeah we're let's here. book a podcast let's, go let's a make studio. a time yeah you found the studio. Good on you. Yeah. Kudos. Yeah, good job. Uh, that's a decent studio. I'm, I'm about to say. Um, I a bunch of. I like some uh, naked art here. Maybe just to keep the art going. But <laughs> well, I think we should mention that we're recording at Stupid Old Studios. Stupid Old Studios, which yeah, is for sure. renowned for hosting uh, a great many a comedy podcasts. That's good, actually, that you know that. Because I had no idea about Super Old Studios and you found them out. And uh, I think the, the people at um, Good Old Studios have been pretty kind to us. with the, Good Old uh, Studios? Uh, stupid Old Studios. <laughs> uh, we'll see. Oh. Good Old Studios. Uh, stupid Old Studios. Uh, and, uh, I, I think we should, before we go any further, we should uh, discuss what the premise of the uh, podcast is, gonna be. Is, is about. Well, um, what what is the podcast? What do you hope to achieve from the podcast? So, we named the podcast "Game of Life," which which was a very interesting <laughs> title. Like that was the first suggestion out of your mouth. That was my first suggestion, and then the more I thought about it, I thought that's too cliche, isn't it? That yeah. that's too meat heady of a title, isn't it? Yeah, yep, yep. And you that's said, what I thought, bro. You texted me "Game," but I'm too self conscious. Like, <laughs> yep. That's it. That's that's what I want. That's it. And uh, well, let's pop a beer and just cheers to uh, Game of Life. It sounds so good on these mics. Cheers, it does. Cheers, right? It, it sounds does. so podcast. It's gonna be something to remember. By. To it's gonna it's gonna be hard to come accustomed to hearing yourself on a microphone through headphones. I don't mind it. I don't mind it honestly. I, I'm it's good because with it. you're vain. Yeah, well, I'm a, I'm a fucking savage, Dan. You, you know, you know me, I'm fucking savage. Um, I wish, I wish Pure Blonde was uh, sponsoring this uh, this uh, first. Oh, uh, eventually, episode. eventually, eventually. You reckon Pure Blonde would uh, Ab- uh, recognize less? Absolutely, Ab- absolutely. Oh, if well. we mention them every episode, Pure Blonde, if you're listening, <laughs> put, put put money uh, put money where your mouth is, and. Uh, <laughs> Okay. Yeah, so we were talking about the premise, right? Let's let's get back to that. So we named uh, we named the podcast "Game of Life," which which to me was a very interesting and a very a uh, comf- It was it, when you said "Game of Life," it sound it sounded to me very comfortable. It was like, oh yes, I found so much comfort in that title. It's like, yes, that's that's legit. What I'm going to talk about because. I've been sitting in a group of friends and they're talking about a bunch of shit, man. I don't know, fucking shoes and fucking clothes and this Yeezys, those Jordans. That's just not me. And that's uh, not me either. Yeah, that's look how I dress. Apparently, I dress yeah, like a four-year-old dad. 
no, not four year <laughs> a dad or four year old. Not four year old dad, dad. Uh, that doesn't make sense. Um, so, <laughs> so yes, um, coming back to what I was just saying, um, the premise, Game of Life, it was a very interesting. Like I, I, I um, fuck, I, I don't know the word. I found very, I found it very comforting. Like yes, that's that's the stuff I want to talk about. That's the stuff I want to learn in in general. And as I said with you and which with un, with the other bunch of people who were discussing about. <clears throat> that we we're going to have this podcast this i find it hard to discuss this with people like find like find find it hard to talk about all this life stuff or how we're going to figure this shit out or how to grow and you know how to um, how to do this and that with people when you're out with them because you're just doing a bunch of shit and when, when exactly what i said earlier that when you sit in an enclosed environment when you're sitting like this with like microphones on and legit, well, we're in talking mode. You want to talk, you want to share stuff. And every individual you meet have a, has a very interesting life that you don't know of because their personal experiences and what they've been through. And if they share with you and if you learn, I think that's the best way you can learn about life. That's why we call it Game of Life. So um, what do you think? What do you think? Um, why did you what, why did you suggest game of life like what made you say the first thing that came up in my game of life that's that's very because I, I was thinking game of thrones mm. <laughs> well that was very anticlimactic <laughs> no 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 oh, I, I just wanted to have a conversation with people yeah and yeah, yeah. find out more about them just regular regular old people, people. yeah yeah well regular young people as well that's well so you know regular know regular normal people, <laughs> people. you know yeah, I, yeah. I just want to find out more about them yeah i want to find out more about each other mm-hmm. so that's why everyone has a story to tell true, uh, true, 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 true. as as you said so you know um that's that's essentially what the pot the crux of the uh, podcast, podcast will be mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. and uh i don't know how this is gonna go in future because you know um i would really want to bring in very interesting people that we can get our hands on not in a weird way uh, <laughs> <laughs> like you know like imagine having a like a linkedin proper recruiter on and asking them very bunch of interesting questions like asking them questions that would provide value to people like maybe you and me as well because you know we're not fucking famous yet um <laughs> i mean that's and, the plan yeah that's the plan for sure <laughs> yeah like have uh, be famous and buy a bunch of lamborghinis that's, uh, that's the game of <laughs> no um yeah so something along those lines would be would should be the premise of that and having people who have much more experience than us or much richer and deeper or different experiences than what we've had and just learning from each other man i think that's well i think there's a whole bunch you don't know about me and there's a whole bunch i don't know about you yeah true so we figured we'd spend the first few episodes getting to know each other before we Mm. bring in any guests it sounds very romantic there are (laughs) well that's exactly (laughs) it i mean (laughs) Mm. We plan to bring this out in February. Yeah, right? do we? Oh, yeah, okay, well. So maybe you should release it around Valentine's Fe- Day. Oh, shut the fuck up. <laughs> yeah. Man. Wow, Dan, you're in my way. <laughs> but Valentine's no, Day. The, the plan... I could, though. The, the plan <laughs> is to eventually bring on some, some guests, some yeah, interesting yeah, yeah. people that we know in our lives, mm. as well as to reaching out to, you know comedians and as you said linking to a bunch of um people's profiles on linkedin yeah just getting some interesting people in here to talk about their experiences and how someone grows up how someone is raised to um look at life because mm, you don't have that in uh, in around us no one's teaching that no one's talking about that everyone's just you know working off of their best guesses which i think uh, and i think this podcast can provide that and there are people like there are uh, there's a lot of self-help industry that's going on out there but for me uh, i think i would as a as a you know as well, fuck, like a little kid i would like to learn from people 
um, different bunch of perspectives and how we should tackle and deal with life in general every day. Well, we're always so used to sticking in our own circles mm. and not expanding our minds the way we should. should. Sure, yeah. So you mentioned that you didn't think that you and I would, would become friends. Mm, absolutely, but the, yeah. the, the more we sort of talk to each other and... <laughs> got to know each other then yeah. we became friends, friends and now yeah. look seven months later we're doing a podcast mm. so the idea is to expand our circle really and um just talk to people yeah you're right actually because there's something in, in in you that you just it just wants to stick and you know so you want to just stay in your comfort zone you don't want to leave it but that's where your actual growth is outside your comfort zone. And when you when you step out of your comfort zone and it just it pushes you in a different way and you're fucking, the whole perspective changes. I'm like, oh shit, Dan is not bad. And uh, like, I, I think we gel together because we have a decent uh, sarcastic uh, IQ and we both have a decent understanding of comedy and also, we don't take offense in uh, making each other laugh. Like, we'd, you'd be saying most racist shit to me and I'd be fucking ma- making jokes about you being white. We should mention <laughs> that one of us are Indian. Yeah. Well, one of and us one of us is just white. Yeah, yeah. If people, <laughs> if, if, if people can't tell already. Um, if uh, people yeah. aren't watching the video. Yeah, people who aren't watching And only video, listening. Only listening that I think. Then you guess which one they? is Indian, which one is white. I think they can tell. They can tell. Yeah. Really? I think. Oh, okay. Uh, if you say so. Yeah, because I think they would say I sound American. You could be I'm putting on an accent. And I could be putting on an accent. Mm, I don't <laughs> know about that. <laughs> but I sound very American because back in India when I, when I was growing up, um, we have lots of um, Hollywood movies, you know, because you, you, you watch those Hollywood movies when you're growing up. I was growing up, I picked some words off of that. Try to just copy and imitate that accent. So you adopt the American accent. Yeah, yeah. In, yeah. in, in a way. In a way, yes, hundred percent. And when I got here, it was it was such a foreign experience for me. It was like, holy shit, this is so much different than what I've uh, what I watched on TV and all those movies and uh, that I've that we've watched. It was it was very different because technically, look. Australia is so, so, so much different than American culture. It's, well, I mean, it's, I don't think it's pretty any close. So why Australia then? Why did you move to Australia? Oh, oh, oh bro, I, because look, um, so I was very young and um, like, I must be 15, 16 years old, I think, maybe, maybe young. And uh, my mom actually applied for a visa to Australia. Um, and just because I was under 18, I was pretty young. And just because she got the residency, she got the approval to live in Australia, I got to. So um, I don't have no choice. So like, Australia? Yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. So it wasn't like I got to pick anything. It's like, like your mom's getting the 15-year-old to, <laughs> to <laughs> make the decisions for her. Yeah, well, not not me. No, no, no. She didn't ask me. She was just applying her yeah. resident. Like, she was applying her visas and just move on to better opportunities in general. Just better opportunities what we were seen in Australia rather than than India is is, is yeah that yeah right? for sure man look um, how should I explain this um, better opportunities of work for sure like the growth and the the growth that you do in first two years in Australia is compared to twenty years that you've done in India because. You come here, you start working, you get your licenses done, you get your old documents, you find a place to live, you have a you have a job now, you have a car because you got a license, you're driving to work, you're getting back, you're making friends, you're earning money. The growth that that, that Australia provides you, not not just Australia, let's say Western countries, right? Well, Australia is in a different region, but like maybe Canada or America or you know Australia or I don't know. Uh, any other um <laughs> try, maybe uh, uk or london mm-hmm. um to, to bring some in um you provide so much opportunities that you can you can grow so much as a, as an individual as well and just um you know uh, it's australia is very multicultural cultural as well sure. so sure. 
Uh, what do you make of Australia now that you... How, how long have you been in Australia for? So, <clears throat> I came here in um, December 2016. So, let's say 2017. Okay. So, well, what, five, about... Five and a half years. Five, 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 six. five six years. So, what do you make of us um, socially then, I suppose, compared to India? Way different. Way different. Way different. Um, <clears throat> there's some things that I like and some things that I don't. Um, so let's say in India, like things I miss, I'll, I'll start with things I miss back in India. Like if you're living on a street in India, let's say you're mm -hmm. living on a street. Let's yes. say you're living on Rose Street, mm -hmm. right? Um, everyone knows everyone on that street, right? And everyone is very friendly with everyone. Not, I'm just giving you like a general mm -hmm. picture. Yes. It's, it's yeah. just not exactly what I'm describing you, but I'm just giving you a general picture. Everyone knows everyone, you know, all the kids that are playing on the street. Like this is this is back in my time. You should play cricket in on the street, you know, playing soccer on the on the streets. And um, just have a it's it's very hard to describe that vibe that's going on. It's a very friendly and a very nice very busy environment busy in a very positive and a loving way because i liked it mm -hmm. there i liked it uh, and i missed the fact that uh, the kids won't be able to grow the same way i did because if i could choose in future my kids to grow that way that i did i would 100 do it for sure and here in australia it's very uh, like like people are i think it's more sterile when it comes to yeah. social interactions with yeah. with your neighbors and and that sort of thing sure unless you're going out on bars and pubs that's a different story and back when i was growing up um like the whole street knew everybody knew, knew everyone yeah yeah, yeah. The, the whole they all knew each other all the kids what they were doing what they've been up to um all the all the people would just you know get along in the evening and just go for a can jog or run and just uh, so where were you living in India though was it was it a um, was it highly was it a high populated area like a city it was it uh, was a city yeah, okay sure. so that's interesting so what you've described there is how I would describe a country town in Australia because I've grown up in a lot of country sure, yeah. towns but then I've also had the flip side of it where I've lived in cities, cities yeah and it's very sterile um, compared to what, what it's like living in the country because in, in the country everyone knows each other, everyone's friendly with each other. If, you, if you're going away for the weekend, the neighbour will watch your house, the neighbour will get your mail, exactly what you just described. So yes. you get very much that aspect just in country towns in Australia compared to what you get in the city mm. in Australia. In the city, people are not as friendly. That's for sure. I think they're still friendly. I'm not gonna say they're like they're rude or they're mm -hmm. not friendly. It's just, it's not that, it's not that common to do that. If you know what I'm trying yeah, to say. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right, and I, I completely agree with what you said. Like, I've I've spent a fair bit of time in Australian countries, um, when I was doing sales. And I did realize there was a difference in culture, like a fraction bit, like how people operated and how they were nice to their neighbors and exactly what you just said. And this is what it was like back in India, back in growing up. I'm a city boy, so I grew up in city. Um, <laughs> it, both in India and Australia. Yeah. You've been predominantly in the in city. In the cities. Or yeah, just yeah, yeah. in the city. Yeah. Yeah. We'd, yeah. I've... I've had a mixture of country and city living, yeah. and I much prefer the country o over the city. What, what part of uh, Australia did you grow up then? <laughs> so growing up, my parents moved around mm. all the time because they would they would buy a sort of, well, not, not a run-down house, but like a house that could stand some improvements. They would do it up mm. and then sell it for a profit and then move out three years later. So I, I grew up all around Australia, uh, lots of um, regional regional towns. So I, I, I was born in a place called Newcastle um, in New South, New South Wales. Wales. 
Um, then we moved to Canberra, and then from Canberra we moved to a town called Yass, <laughs> which is uh, sort of in between Canberra and Sydney. <laughs> and uh, then from Yass we moved to a town called Nimitabel, which is sort of in the Monero region near the sort of ski fields. Um, lived there, and then we moved back to Yass, and then. And then we moved back to Canberra briefly, and then from Canberra we uh, moved to Echuca, and then Echuca to Aubrey, and then Aubrey to Canberra, uh, Melbourne. Damn, that's, uh, <laughs> so, so, that's what, so I've been around. So, uh, you know, when people say, "Oh, I've, I'm just going back to my, um, you know, house I grew up in to celebrate Christmas," hmm. there are several houses that I grew up in that I could call. Home. Well, I couldn't call them home because I couldn't go back there during Christmas. But there yeah. are lots of places that I called home growing up. So, what was your favorite <laughs> place out of all of those? Well, it would have to be uh, Nimitabel, which is the um, the place in the Monero region, which yeah. is um, the snow right, town. Snow town. Yeah. Ascent, yeah, yeah. Snow town. Yeah, exactly. Jeez, okay. Because I much prefer the cold than than the heat, sure. <laughs> and I'm I love skiing. Yeah. And I just adore the snow. I mean, the snow is so much fun. 100%. I, I, would, <laughs> I would agree to that. Like it's, it, it, today is 40 degrees. I, I would, I'd rather go to uh, Nimitabel. Is that how you say it? Nimitabel. Nimitabel. Yeah, there, um, there you go. Is that in New South Wales? That is in New South Wales, yes. Wow. Um, you did, uh, did end up showing some pictures of uh, Nimitabel. Uh, uh, I, I did. So... Yeah, the, the, the main street would be snowed over all the time oh. during winter. Um, and there, there would be – so I think the population stands at about 360 at the moment. So oh. it wouldn't be the place where I went to school. Mm. The place where I went to school was a, a town called Kuma, which was about 30, 40 minutes away. So I'd have to catch the bus into, into school. Mm. So there would be periods during the winter period – where I'd wake up and if it was white outside, I'd think, and freezing. If it was white and freezing, then I'd have my fingers crossed hoping that it would be snowed over and the bus couldn't run that day because that means I would get to stay home. Yeah, no go school. <laughs> no, I don't have to go to school. school. I can just play in the snow <laughs> all day yeah. long. Okay. Um, <laughs> so I had a question. That that was like, what, 10 to 12 houses that you moved? Maybe, maybe less? Maybe oh, so... Uh, you don't have to climb. I mean, probably five or six, I okay. would say. Okay. Maybe my, seven. My question being is that when someone's moving that much, did you did you find it hard to make friends? Absolutely. Yeah. yeah Absolutely. Because so we, so we lived in Yass twice, yeah. which means when I went to primary school in Yass, mm. a lot of the people I knew there, I knew later when we moved back because I was – going to the same high school they were in again again wow. so we were reunited in a way so i left yes when i was in primary school mm. and then i then we moved back when i was in high school so mm. i would be reunited with the same people i was going to primary school with wow. so so the people i met in primary school um and then reunited with later in high school they were they are my my friends that I still talk to to this day. But mm. in between all that, the sort of primary schools and high high school, in between all those moves, I'm not as friendly as those people because I don't sort of have that uh, shared history. I didn't grow up with them in a, in a sense. But I, the people I went to primary school with when I first started primary school, I've got a shared history with them. Whereas the people you sort of meet along the way, you don't have that sort of connection there. connection with as you would um, with someone that you met when you were younger. For sure, for sure. Um, because you had that opportunity to reminisce when you reunite again, yeah, yeah. you know, when, when you see each other again in high school. How was that experience like? Because um, going back, like... It's it, weird because... So I would... <clears throat> I think... MySpace would have been a thing back then, so I think I was yeah. con- I was still maintaining a connection with those people that I had left in in primary school. Mm-hmm. I was maintaining a, con- a connection with them through MySpace, so I was still talking to them to some degree mm-hmm. before 
I moved back. So they sort of got the heads up that I was moving back. But some of them didn't. Some of them I knew where they were. They, they lived. So I would go and visit them when I was back in town and I'd say, hey, guess what? I'm back in town. Dude, <laughs> that's, a, that's a very fun thing to do, like going back. Because going back to where you find very comfortable and you like the place is very interesting. Because mm. you... You actually want to go, like if I were if you if if you were to choose between living to Nimitabel uh, and and here in Melbourne, like what would you choose? Would you say like should I want to go back? <clears throat> you said three hundred six people. That's that's not like that would be that's the place where everyone knows everyone. Hundred percent. Mm. Oh yeah, um, yeah. absolutely. Um, but you get the same to some degree because uh, in yeah so yes, Nimitabel was three hundred sixty people. Yeah. So we were very close with, with everyone there, or at least the family was close with everyone that was there. But you'd get the same sort of thing in Yas because we just knew, knew more people, <laughs> you, yeah. you, you know. So yeah. it, I, if I had to choose, I would stay in Melbourne because there's more opportunity in Melbourne. But if I were to... Go back to Yass, which is again in New South Wales. Mm. That's where all my friends are at the moment. But Melbourne, I would I would stay. Yeah. How did you find uh, Sydney and Melbourne? I've never been to Sydney though, man. It's fucking fucking five years. I've never been to Sydney. Sydney is good fun. Sydney is is very good fun. Gets hotter hotter in Sydney than it does in Melbourne. Jeez. Okay. Really? I had <laughs> yeah. No idea. Oh yeah. Absolutely. Jeez. Okay. Absolutely. And it's more expensive as well. Mm. Expensive in terms of what rent, in, uh, uh, just cost of living in general. Living. Yeah, mm. I had I have mixed reviews about Sydney. Some people love it. Some people are like, oh, it's too busy. It is very busy. But but on on contrary, everyone I've asked about Brisbane has a very positive review about Brisbane. They're like oh, we love it. Yeah, you know, it's not that busy. It's like if Sydney and Melbourne had a, had a kid, it would be Brisbane. And it's like, what do you think? What do you think of that? I, I don't think there's as much to go out and do in Brisbane than there is in Melbourne and, and Sydney. Sydney. Yeah. Mm. I think Melbourne, you definitely stay here for the culture. And uh, Sydney is where all the fun is. Well, what do you what do you mean by fun? What is it fun? Uh, I guess I guess that's unfair because Sydney now has well Sydney has always had a had a curfew a cut a cut off time to uh, when you can uh, visit bars and stuff like that. So maybe it's not as fun. What's the what's the time they cut off? I think eleven. Yeah, I think so. Damn, I, I don't know. I, why I, I, I think so. That, that there's there's definitely a cut off period in 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 Sydney. Is there a cut-off period in Melbourne? No. No? No, there's not. Yeah, I think there is in uh, in Cairns as well. well we yeah, Cairns. there is definitely in Cairns. Well, yeah. Cairns is like a it's country a Cairns, town. Cairns. Cairns. Cairns is definitely like country. It reminds me in every way like a country town. Mm. Cairns. I don't know, man. Country towns don't have uh, Louis Vuitton, Versace. <laughs> They do though. So, they do now. It was so it was so bizarre for me. I mean, to, they didn't uh, probably ten years ago, but they definitely do now. Yeah, for sure, absolutely. Really? Okay. Well, get on them. <laughs> so we, I think we took a tangent off of uh, <laughs> where we grew up. So how was? So you said you find it hard to make you find it hard to make friends. Oh, uh, yeah. When you were moving around. So what were you doing? Um, did you did you actually enjoy um, moving around as a kid? Did you actually enjoy it, or no. you didn't prefer? No, it? I hated it. You hated it. I hated it for that reason because mm. so you have to start over again. Basically, yeah. at a new primary school or a new high school, you have to start all over again with getting to know everyone. Was because it? everyone, everyone that you meet has a pre-existing uh, camaraderie with each other. They yeah. have a history mm. and you have to sort of insert yourself mm. in into that and okay. try and find a place for yourself all over again. Mm. So I hated it. It's very hard so, to do so, that. Some of the places, I, the houses I grew up in were, were you know, pretty good. But mm. in terms of 
that sort of uh, social interaction you had in school, that was it was hard to start over. You know, every every few years, I hated it, I, <laughs> and and I hated having to pack up and move move house. It was it was yeah, mm. because I sort of when you look back at your childhood, most of my childhood was just living in boxes for you know a month at a time, <laughs> month at a time every few years. Mm. So how often did you guys move? Every two to three years. Yeah, two to three years. Yeah. Oh, I think I can relate to that. What you said about. Um, like when you go into a new places or there there are already pre existing groups that that it's very hard to uh, crack into those yeah, groups exactly. as a new member and I remember when I was in school we had a bunch of um, kids from a different part of India come into our school and uh, I don't think people really invited them in mm. not because they were different from no. us or something. It was just you don't that, know them. Yeah, we don't know them. Yeah, we we don't have that history. No. You know, like we didn't grow up like that. And I think I can also relate uh, to a bit of that when I when I came to Australia. That it's hard to uh, find and crack into new groups. Mm. But it's very bizarre to think about Melbourne that it has so much culture, different cultures, that you are inevitably you're going to inevitably find a group of people that you jail in eventually eventually you will yeah, yeah. but it takes time it takes time yeah for sure like um five years now i think i've made decent friends um but initially it was very hard for me because when i came here i had zero friends mm. i don't know anybody i had zero friends it was really hard for me as a fucking 17 or some shit um, 17 years old or 18, barely. It's very hard for you. Um, so how big is that circle of friends now then since moving here? Oh, not big. Not big. Not still. big. Yeah, okay. Not big still. Like, I, and I, I would like to keep it that way. Like, I like to keep my circle uh, very tight and very close. Well, I could probably count on probably two hands the, Decent the, friends. the people yeah. I call consider friends now. Mm-hmm. I, I don't have that many. And... Because it's very, it's very hard for me, sort of um, socially as as well. Because I find it very hard to talk to people. Mm. Um, used to do speech therapy growing up as a kid, so mm. I have a tendency to talk really fast yeah. and not slow down. So I have a tendency to trip over my words quite a lot. So speech <laughs> therapy, huh? How was what's what's speech therapy, therapy uh, Dan? Describe to me because. What you just said and what I just did, I do trip on my words too. Yeah. So, um, how old would I have been? I would have been about probably, um, probably eleven or twelve when my parents decided that I needed speech therapy. Why did you need to go at the first place of that? So I think it's the sort of way you, um, the way you talk growing up. Sort of most kids sort of have they sort of speak. They they're able to speak more or less clearly. But I had issues, you know, talking clearly. So I think that's that was the sort of motivation for my parents to send me to speech therapy. So I would, you know, have a tendency to talk too fast or um, not say words in a certain um, certain way. Pronunciations. Yeah, pr- pronunciations exactly. Mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So so I'd get that. Yeah. I'd, yeah. Well, what I'm doing now, a lot of, lot of pauses and yeah. um, it, it would just be very hard to, to speak, which is quite ironic considering we're doing a podcast right now. So going back, how old were you, say 11? Were you 11 like? or 12, I would so, have been, yeah. So going back to 11-year-old Dan, why do you think now that you find it hard to speak? From what I'm guessing is that your brain was firing information quicker than your Exactly. You could exactly. comprehend Exactly right. That. Exactly right. I think it's <clears throat> some sort of um, self-conscious uh, thing on my, on my part to, mm. um, to speak confidently to, to people mm. because the thing is if, if you're doing speech therapy as a kid um, and it took me a lot longer to sort of comprehend things as well. So there would be certain programs I would be doing in school mm. um, that no other kids were doing. So you'd felt, you felt a 
sort of a certain sense of uh, isolation from the other kids. Like, well, the other kids don't have to do this. Why am I in this uh, special class to give me more time to do tests or yeah. <laughs> yeah. why am I getting all this extra attention when all the other kids aren't getting this extra attention? I just want to be with everyone else. Yeah, what's so special about me? Like, yeah, ex- why? exactly. So you feel like you're in this special class which you sort of – it sort of cuts you off from everyone else. Mm. I mean, your parents are doing it for um, noble reasons because Mm. they want you to excel. Mm. But I sort of despised being in those classes to give me extra time in tests or, you know, teachers teaching me how to, you know, write and speak more clearly. I I hated that. Mm. And I think I've sort of carried that with me. So I'm a bit more sort of self-conscious when I talk to people now Mm. so like even if i really 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 want to talk to someone that i really like and i have a great admiration for i find it very difficult to spark up a conversation because i still have that in the back of my head um that sort of self-conscious uh seed seed exactly yeah Yeah. Mm. that's very interesting what you just said there because i have had a similar experience which i'll which i'll circle back to that but what you just said there, that I find it hard to spark up a conversation. I think I would agree to that. Uh, it's, it's hard for me to spark up a conversation with a random person. Um, um, but not, not as much. Like, I, I'm pretty good. I, I don't know if you've noticed. Like, I, I'll just go talk to you and be like, hey, man, what's up? Uh, oh, yeah. yeah. But um, it's... It, the other person has to, has to qualify my uh, psychological mm-hmm. uh, tests. Mm-hmm. You know how you how you put yes. put, a, put a random person to a test. Like yes. you look at them and you see that, uh, like you know, let's say, for instance, John. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, John likes uh, John likes photography mm-hmm. or he likes soccer, and you're like, yep, that's the kind of person I can just talk to and feel comfortable with. Mm-hmm. But that's what we want to do, and uh, but I think we should also push out of the comfort zone and just talk to other people and just see how the other half lives. That's, and, that's uh, something I'm continually testing myself on, to, to, to push myself out of my own comfort zone, which sure. is a very hard thing to do. 100%. And it's a very, very hard skill to learn and very valuable skill to have. And that's what we are here to do then. Um, uh, game of life indeed. And uh, I think... Um, I mean, again, uh, bringing Joe Rogan to this uh, this podcast, uh, shout out to Joe Rogan. Uh, <laughs> um, I think I've learned a lot from him in terms of how he would talk to other person. Even though he would disagree, he would still give them their space to talk to them. And, you know, even he would just completely disagree with what they're saying. He would just still listen to them and would still talk to them without taking it offense mm-hmm. because people get tribal with the mm. when someone's disagreeing to them or someone has different opinions sometimes and uh, I think coming back to speech therapy um, did you did you ever um, did your parents ask you that you do you want to do this or they, oh, they no. were just they just signed you up was it in well, your high school that you were going no no it would have been this? primary school oh primary it would school. have been in primary school I was doing speech therapy <laughs> So, but I pushed back. To, I pushed back on it mm. when when I was going. I hated it. Yeah. <laughs> so it was something I didn't want to want to do. Mm. But my parents were doing it for the greater good, I suppose. Sure, yeah. um, <laughs> you know, e- even now it's very difficult to to sort of get out a uh, a sentence because there's a I find myself tripping over my words all the time, mm. which I guess comes back to find it very difficult to talk to someone because you've got that sort of mm. uh, trepidation about uh, tripping over your words. So in a sense, mm. you're sort of seeing, your, seeing yourself up for, for failure <laughs> when you're trying to talk to someone because you know you that happens to you. So you can make more mistakes when you're trying to get out a sentence. I think you give you give too much thought to that. That I will. Oh, trip absolutely! Over. You shouldn't. Absolutely. <laughs> I, I don't know if you've noticed. I do trip over my words too, but I just get over it very quickly, mm. like microseconds. Like, oh shit! See, I can't. This. I can't do that. As soon as I trip over my words, I immediately in my head. If I'm still talking to that person and I've mm. tripped over a sentence here and there, mm. 
I immediately think in my head, oh, I've tripped over that sentence. That's embarrassing. I've made myself sound like a complete idiot. idiot. So that conversation that is still transpiring at the same time that I'm thinking that, mm. <laughs> I can't pay attention to the rest of the conversation. And then inevitably I'll trip over another sentence later on in that conversation because I'm still thinking about that word or that sentence that I've um, stumbled on. <laughs> yeah, so did, did you think that speech therapy back then, 11-year-old Dan, did, did that help you in any which way? Like you did it Probably to like some degree. Some degree? Some degree it probably did because you, did, you do notice other kids at the time could spit out a sentence but I would stutter, you know, mm. <laughs> trying to get out a sentence, mm. which is the very reason I was in speech therapy. But now as an adult you could sort of see the benefit in doing speech therapy that long ago because it's probably helped me be better than, than I would have been if I hadn't done Damn. speech therapy. Do you ever plan to go back? Uh, perhaps. I mean, the more we do this podcast, probably, because I want to be able to um, Communicate get that. my point across and I want to be able to speak clearly so people can understand what I'm talking about. Sure, we could do that together, man. Even, <laughs> even now, even now, I'd be very nervous starting because even now in my head I'm thinking I'm talking way too fast. <laughs> well, it's funny because someone we worked with recently said that I talked too fast. And so they just <laughs> nod their head and agree and say yes. I'm like, yeah, no, he's totally right. I can s completely understand that. This, I, w I think from what I just heard, you, you're giving too much thought behind of what you're doing in present continuously. Mm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So the moment you trip over your words, there's a different tangent of your, psycho your psyche that thinks like, oh, you idiot, you messed mm -hmm. up again. Yes. If you eliminate that, that part, I would say your whole senten sentences, your whole conversation would still flow much better if you take that, mm. you know what I'm trying yeah, to say? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That other tangent of psychology your uh, sorry, your psyche that's mm -hmm. trying to control and just trying to judge you that, oh, you idiot, you messed up again. Mm. Because your brain is using brain power when you're doing that. Oh, I know. You might as well use your four cylinders just to fire off that sentence. And it's not going to be easy at this stage of your life. It's mm. it's very difficult to do that. I because know. It's, now it's the your older, personality. The older you get, the harder yeah. it is because sure. as you just your personality is so ingrained in, in you. who you are mm. the older you get. Mm. But that being said, people can change as as well. I, you yeah. know, <laughs> people change, people mature. So it's uh, you play it by year, really. Yeah. Mm. Um, but I guess this is sort of um, this podcast is really going to be just like therapy. Yeah, <laughs> sure. I would I would agree to that. I think. I've, I've, I've had a similar experience to this. Um, so back when I growing, um, back when I was growing up and I was in school, I used to jumble words, mm. like you know, oh, same here. What? <laughs> same here. Yeah, like yeah. a very very mild form of dyslexia, mm -hmm. and I used to make spelling mistakes. Even now, I make spelling mm -hmm. mistakes. I, I'm not joking. Like I'll be texting someone. And I wouldn't know the easiest spelling, how to spell it. Mm -hmm. And I'd quickly go to Google and just type in, type in that mm -hmm. and just copy paste it. Mm -hmm. I'm not, not joking. That's what I mm -hmm. did. Like the easiest word. I sometimes like, fuck, how do you spell mm -hmm. this? And what is this? Well, not easiest, but sometimes there'll be spellings that are like, fuck, what is it? I think that normal people would... Uh, do do that as well, but <clears throat> back when I was growing up, it was very hard for me to spell mm -hmm. and very hard for me to grasp numbers. Like even now, I don't think my brain can process numbers. It just, numbers would go in mm -hmm. and I don't know, bro, apples would come out. Yeah. Yeah. It, it was so, so bizarre growing up. And mom quickly realized that, that I was like, mm, there's something wrong with, uh, with his spellings. Like mm -hmm. I'll, I'll, uh, I'll come back to uh, to home from school and she'll see my notebooks when I was when I was a kid with all those fucking red circles of you mm -hmm. know 
And um, I was like, okay, well, we, we, we need to do something about this. And uh, I see, I have to type out a sentence before I send a text to people. Like on, on a Word document or like on, on Google. That's, that's too as, much. As well. That's too much. <laughs> because too much. I'm so paranoid to get something wrong, mm. like even a word wrong. But I think that stems from probably that sort of uh, thing I was going through as a kid, having to do speech therapy. But see, this is the game of life yeah. I want you to learn. That when I'm doing that, when I'm making spelling mistakes or when I'm like typing or texting or even fumbling, I don't care who it is. If it's someone I look up to, if it's the, I don't care if it's fucking Jesus fucking Christ, I just don't care. Because the only person that can judge me is me. Mm. I just have zero regard for anyone who thinks. I just don't let anyone mm. let that thing get in my head. Mm-hmm. I would fumble on my words. I would make spelling mistakes. But I just don't feel bad then at all. I just don't. Because if you do that, all it's going to do is bring you down and just mm. put you in that rabbit hole. See, I like to think I, I, um, I don't care what people think. But... yeah. At the very sort of uh, my very core, mm. still there is a part of me where I care what people think. How do you get rid of that? That's with everyone. Then <laughs> see, that's with everyone because what you just said—that at your core, you you know you you want people to like you. Yeah, that's something very human. Because at the end of the day, human beings want to have that feeling that they that we want to belong somewhere, you mm. know, feeling a sense of belonging, mm. that you know, being in a group. It's very there's something very tribal about mm. that. Does it make sense? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you would want to be in a group. Like you would want to have. And as men, you want status. Like you know, like you mm. want to be on the. I want to be on the top for sure. Fuck yeah. yeah. Like I'm yeah. hungry, but I think. Well, if, uh, there's something. People don't want to feel isolated. I mean, you no, can yeah. you can tell yourself that, yeah, I don't care if I spend spend the time alone to go out and you know explore the world by myself. Mm. But there's something where you sort of, yeah, sure, you can go out and travel by yourself, but yeah. sort of have a feeling mid travel where you think oh, it'd be nice if someone was with me. Yeah, <laughs> it'd be nice to have have someone to share this experience with. You'd get there and you'd realize, fuck, I yeah. wish someone was there with me. Yeah, exactly. Like, mm. that's what I like to tell myself. I like to think, oh, oh yeah, I'll, I'll just go on holiday by myself. But I do that. Yeah. Or I go out to um, a show or something, a comedy show and by myself and then think, oh, you know, it'd be good if someone was here. But do you think, <laughs> what do you think when you're in a group, in a group of friends... You get caught up into shit. Um, like, let's say if you're in a group of five or six people, like you get caught up in their lives and they're caught up in your lives and, you know, what everyone's doing. And I don't know, there's something nice about being in my solitude because I would go out, drive an hour, get to a place, pull my camera equipment out, like, you know, whip that big boy camera out, put a lens on, mm-hmm. get myself ready, you know, get that fucking perfect lighting on and uh, just sit there and take pictures. Sounds very sad. <laughs> Don't get me wrong. On, uh, on the paper, it sounds very sad and very fucking lonely. But to me as an individual, when I'm doing that, time and space doesn't exist for me mm-hmm. in that an hour or two when I'm doing that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's it's very rewarding for me um, to do that. So I get that. Do I get you? that. But yeah. the um, I'm trying to think. So as a as a photographer, right? Yeah, you you enjoy your photography. Mm-hmm. It's a very solitary thing in general, though. It is solitary, but that's your hobby as well. It is what you you know you want to sort of pursue as well yeah so that's a professional outlet as well as a sort of uh you know uh, an outlet that you enjoy doing right mm. so mm. whereas 
I'm sort of talking about going out and sort of enjoying a holiday. Do you think you'd be able to enjoy a holiday or enjoy sort of yeah. going out and seeing a band by yourself whereas opposed to photography, it's a very yeah. solitary thing to begin with, right? Well, it's a sort of a professional avenue that you're trying to trying to go down as well as something you're enjoying. As a, as like a you, you, you couldn't do photography with someone else unless you were shooting someone, correct? Yeah, yeah, you're right. right. It's not a very collaborative sort of endeavor when mm. you when you when you're a photographer. Is or am I wrong? No, no, I don't think you're right. Wrong. So, so being a photographer is a very solitary thing to begin with. It right? is right, but you wouldn't be able to enjoy a social outing by your, by yourself, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you think you'd be able to still enjoy your solitude if you're doing something socially, like going out to see a band? No, so I, I don't think I would be able to. I've watched a couple of movies, mo- uh, movies, movies, <laughs> <laughs> movies by myself. Yeah, I'd enjoy it, man. I you don't enjoy it? No, no, no. I wish I was with friends. Yeah, exactly. So yeah. I, 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 I agree to that, what you just said. Like, uh, I think I socially we need someone, some sort of, so, yeah. some sort of connection that, mm. we're, that, that, that we have, some, mm. someone to enjoy something with. Yeah, maybe, <laughs> maybe a, you know, like a tag-along friend that's just there yeah. for, you know, like just existing with us. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. It'd be good and, to yeah. have someone to turn to. to, to yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 I see what you mean. But yeah. it's funny because so I've done a – so over the years I've, I've collaborated with, with artists during the comedy, Melbourne Comedy Festival. Mm. But some of it is sort of solitary work where you're sort of working on the ticketing system or mm. you're, you're, you're writing mm. um, and you, you're sort of doing all that sort of behind-the-scenes sort of stuff. Yeah. Some of it's sort of solitary as well, but we, that's the sort of stuff that I don't mind doing by myself. Because that's a hobby. Because you, know, <laughs> you, you know what I mean? Right. Mm. Where, whereas if I was going out to a comedy festival show, mm. I would need someone to enjoy that with, I think. Yeah, for sure, because it's, yeah, it's hard to put it, put that in words. Put that it's hard to words. sort of deconstruct all, deconstruct, de- deconstruct all that and make mm. it make sense, but... Um, this one, yeah. pod, this one, the podcast, podcast is going to be about. And, so, uh, yeah, just uh, try to uh, put some sort of sense to, to life, try to articulate it the best we can. Mm. <laughs> and I think there's a part of me that asks that, is it worth it? Are you going to make anything better or anything good out of it? But... To that, to that part, the wise Herman would say that at least I'm not making anything worse, mm. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. At least I'm not doing any uh, anything else, not doing any drugs or anything. Mm-hmm. Fucking just stupid with my time. Mm-hmm. This is a very good creative outlet, and this is our first time, and I am genuinely having fun. Yeah, I'm enjoying it. No shit. <laughs> We're gonna have to. Take it's a- bizarre, isn't it? It is. We're gonna. It's have weird, to- isn't it? We're going to have to take a break in... Bro, we sat an hour, Dan. Has it already been an hour? It's been... An, can you believe that it's been it's an so hour? It's so weird that it's, it's been an hour. It feels like five minutes. It does. Me. It's and so weird. Let's take a break. And yeah, I'll let's take, take a break. We're back from break. We're back from break. Um, <laughs> so, how do we know each other? How did we meet? How do we meet? I thought we were talking about hobbies, Dan. Like uh, hobbies and photography and shit. Were we, were we'll we go doing? to hobbies. But how, how, how did we meet? Let's circle back to the beginning. How did we meet? Going to stories, man. You're, you're in love with me, Dan. I am in love. Uh, I'm too in love with you. <laughs> yeah. Um, so we work together at a company called uh, ABC. Yeah, yeah, uh, ABC. <laughs> we won't disclose where we work. Yeah, and uh, I think we did. Did I disclose in the first? I'll, I think I'll, you I, said the first word yeah. of where we work. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll edit that out. We'll edit that out. We'll cut that oh, yeah. out. We'll cut that cut. out. Cut. Yeah. So we're not going to disclose where we work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep, 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 yep. But it's interesting to think that we're starting a podcast mm. we work five days a week what else do we have to talk about <laughs> what do we have to talk about that you know what we're doing dan jordan peterson says something about this dan 
what what we're doing is we're trying to we're trying to aim up. Mm-hmm. Yes. Which is a very very deep like they're very deep words like mm-hmm. if, you, if you think about it we're trying to aim up we're trying to mm-hmm. learn something and we're not trying to make money out of it well it's very we, much a creative end- endeavor yeah if if we do end up making end up making money or if we do end up making uh, making something out of this uh, whatever we're doing um in future that'll be a bonus mm-hmm. but to me to my core if i can gain value as an individual talking to different human beings and having to learn their experiences and perspective because to me perspective is everything in life mm-hmm. and if we can provide that to other people who are listening to this you know and imagine there's a guy in some suburb of melbourne looking at this 10 20 second clip giving a perspective there's so much out there don't mm-hmm. get me wrong but if i could do that i'd i'd be very happy oh, yeah. about it i'd i'd be ecstatic about it yes. if i could do that and then just give that kid something to um whatever conversation we're going to have with guests or well, it's very um interesting how um unexpected um that it's very unexpected the sort of uh effects that people have on your life mm, really absolutely. so i never thought i'd do it be doing a podcast with you I did. So I this did. is a very unexpected path that I, you know, we've taken. We've taken, yeah. So it's it's quite amazing the uh, effects people have on your life o- over a very short period of time. And, yeah, absolutely, for sure. And it's you can't comprehend that how we ended end up here. I I literally can't. Bro. I can't. Yeah, it's weird, isn't it? It's, it's strange. Very, very strange. Very strange <laughs> like if you think of it two friends who worked together started a podcast believable to us as individuals yeah. it's not believable no, no, it's no. very bizarre to me that uh, i would never thought that i would end up here but i'm so glad we did yeah because that's what life is about making those tiny decisions that that literally would change the trajectory of your life mm-hmm. well as you were saying at the beginning we didn't procrastinate yeah. we sort of went all in because 100%. i i knew if yeah. we had waited mm. and we had said oh let's do a podcast let's do a podcast over a yeah. period of time we would just never get there we would never do it and there's so there's, i just i i know we sort of didn't really set out to make any sort of specific plans yeah i just know that we had to do it straight away mm. we had to just get out there and it go all in. It felt something something felt very right about yes. this. Yes. Yes. And don't get me wrong, I was I, I thought of sharing this that we are very young. Mm-hmm. We both are very very young. You're younger than I. You are 7 years younger than I am. I'm 32, which is very scary, but I'm still young. <laughs> Bro, I think 25 is scary. 25 is not scary. I'll, I'll come back to that. what I was saying <laughs> that we right now would might have nothing to offer to people in terms of life experience oh no but we would have so much to gain out of this mm-hmm. and the model is that our conversation can be benefit and to be to value to others oh no yeah exactly right, right? exactly and if we can do that i think that'll be a very very good outlet of our um you know time and creative um, abilities what mm-hmm. we can do and we as i said man i was as i was having a chat with you the other day this i can't see anything wrong with it mm. nothing wrong with it no. then uh, spending a bunch of money on beer that's fine <laughs> we we do we do do that uh, anyways But it's um it's quite i'd ra- i'd rather invest in in this more so than than alcohol <laughs> Oh yeah, 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 for sure. I'm just <laughs> It's just some it's just something that it's is it's worthwhile to me at this point in my life yeah. to actually take a risk and try something different. Mm. Mm. Um Absolutely. There's so many creative endeavors that I've gone down mm-hmm. in the course of my life. Mm-hmm. But I have never stuck with it. But if I'm in it with someone else, mm. then I'm committed. Yeah. <laughs> it's like a relation it's like a relationship. I just want to make it work. 
do you think you would have been able to do that by yourself? No, absolutely not. What we well, that's what we were talking about just a little earlier. Mm. It's very hard to sort of go in on something by yourself. Yeah, sure, <laughs> and have enjoy yourself on your own. On your own, and I. But because we're locked into this now together, mm. I think it'll be a lot easier for me to sort of continue on. There's a saying, Dan. There's a saying that if you want to go fast, go by yourself. Mm. But if you want to go far, mm. go with someone. Mm-hmm. If that makes sense. Right? Yeah. Right? That, yeah. That's, a, that's a very deep quote. I don't know who said it, but it's a very deep quote. I'll uh, just say you said it. Who will know? Yeah, sure. Um, <laughs> But yeah, man, um, I think I do look forward to doing this every once a week, once a week, once a fortnight. I look forward to, to, to doing this on a regular basis, basis for sure. because I want to get good. Like yeah. I want to prove something to myself. Mm-hmm. I want to prove something to myself, but I also want to prove something to other people as well, that we can do this confidently with some sort of professionalism. For sure. With some sort of... Forward trajectory, trajectory yes. you know. Yeah. I, I want to prove this to myself as well as other people. I want to be good. Mm, absolutely. <laughs> I'm setting out to actually do something of quality, which is why we're in this studio. And I think someone who doesn't, who is not as disciplined as they would want to, mm. if you do this and you stick it to yourself, mm-hmm. You earn your respect. Mm-hmm. You see that result. Yes. And you, but it's it's not going to be easy, Dan. No, 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 it's no. not going to be easy. It's going to take years. I'm not joking. Yeah, it's gonna, I know. It's going to be very, oh, very yeah, long. Absolutely. But by the no time one's we, good right out the gate. But by the time we get there, we're gonna be we're gonna be fucking polished as a mm. motherfucking. Pro. Oh yeah, it's going to be very rough going to start yeah, out yeah, with for sure. But for sure, um, I think it's it's worth sticking sticking out. Sure. Because in the long run, yeah. it'll probably be great for in, us. In, you know. Let me be pessimist one more time. That <laughs> even if this goes nowhere, Dan, even if we end up doing 10 episodes, this half We'll do hour, more than 10. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure. <laughs> um, but I want to get some interesting people, people on, on before we yeah, call yeah, it quits yeah. after 10. Yeah. But those those couple of episodes, even if if even if we don't go more than that, we're gonna be having so much fun in general, because I think both of us at our core like to talk to people and appreciate new perspectives, and something about us working together, I had a, I had decent confidence in you that you would take care of that all that other mm-hmm. admin stuff. Oh yeah, and I'll take. Well, I'm good at that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I'll take care of the all the creative stuff because oh, yeah. uh, I'm good at that. For sure, and um, I think uh, I hope to uh, to do shit tons of episodes with this uh, game of life, and we'll see how we go. And uh, we just got to come up with something to talk about each week because we yeah. work together five days a five week. Five days a week, and we should stop talking to each other. Oh about. yeah, we should stop. Absolutely, yeah. make it very awkward at work and yeah. not talk to Let's each break other up. at all. We should break up then. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Do you think we should wrap this up? I think we should wrap it up. I think I think this has been a good first episode. It of has course, been. it's going to be very edited. Oh yeah, and, that, and I'm leaving that all to you because yeah, I can't fine. stand any of that technical stuff. But yeah, um, yeah you know, no, it's been good. It's you know, been I'll a be good, sending, good experiment. I'll be sending you um, clips of your voices. Oh, I don't want to. <laughs> I don't want to listen to myself. I don't want to watch myself at all. <laughs> I leave you. that all to you. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Okay, man. Look, it, it was it was great having you here, Dan. Uh, oh, okay, having me here. No, I'm just just joking. But it was great to do this with you, man. Like, uh, we've done an hour and ten. minutes. I can't believe we've done an hour and ten minutes. That's, we we were thinking that we'd just do like half an hour to forty minutes, but there you go, an hour and ten minutes. That's, I told you, that's I, quite good. I told you when you sit down to talk, man. Like, you know, like at work, we'd be talking. Oh and, yeah, like. Fucking half an hour would just swoop. Yeah, I know. Feel like five. That's minutes. why we get nothing done at work. Yeah, yeah, so we don't get shit done. Yeah, no. We don't get shit done. Absolutely we not. We should. I think. Uh, I don't know if our management would see this. They'll fire us. No, oh, they won't. Yeah. So I want to come on and promote promote the promote our podcast. Yeah. yeah, that's good though. I like I like the people that we work with. Uh, mm. That they're happy that we're doing something. Creative. Oh yeah, yeah. 
They're not very pessimistic. No, no, no. It's it's quite nice to see people actually openly say, "Hey, good luck with with that." Yeah, <laughs> without them sounding too pessimistic at all, mm. and saying, "Oh yeah," sort of you, you know, actively rolling their eyes and saying, "Oh okay," they're actually saying, "Oh yeah, yeah. that's really good." And you know, one of the guys um, who said this week, "Bro, are you starting the podcast?" I, I, I am. So, what are you going to talk about? I said, "Bro, it's called Game of Life, <laughs> and we're going to talk about you know life in general and how we're trying to deal with uh, deal with." everyday problems and yada 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 and he said good luck man i support you 100 you know he said that mm. and there was something in me that didn't believe him <laughs> could you can you imagine like there was he i think he meant it really he did he really, really meant it he said man good luck bro I have oh we're gonna have to have that guy on yeah for sure whoever we that would. was we would and uh let's wrap this bad boy up then all right let's wrap it up let's all wrap right. it up good first uh, episode good first episode good yeah. pilot Good pilot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. All right. Bye, everybody. Bye-bye. Bye.